brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. From a shack on a hill in the Mossy Creek bottoms of Cane Creek, Arkansas, this is Lighting the Void, and I'm your host, Joe Roop. It is Tuesday night, May the 26th, 2020, as we're heading towards the Strawberry Moon. That's right. Tonight, our guest, Nish, is back, the one and only Cosmic Surfer. <laughs> How do you explain Nish, right? Nish is probably one of the coolest witchiest people i know on the planet uh also one of the co-hosts of nox mente and several other projects that she's involved with and a frequent guest here on this show and uh 
we're just going to kind of go with it. That's what we do best with Nish. Calling number for tonight is 1-800-588-0335 if you want to call in. Please do so. Also, you can join the Fringe FM chat by going to the fringe.fm forward slash chat room. That's where all the cool kids hang out. Uh, and if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash LTV radio. There are banners and buttons with the Patreon logo at lightingthevoid.com. And we did just release the new uh, Astral Journal episode two on there, which is really cool. So we're doing a lot of cool things there. There's an audio journal there. Where I call it outside the shack where I just walk around and you can hear all the crickets and the frogs outside. And I just say like some of the deepest stuff that's on my redneck mind. And I don't do it for very long, but I do it long enough to uh, just kind of open that up. There's going to be behind the scenes stuff too. All kinds of cool stuff's coming on there as we are trying to do that while we work on the website as well. The website's going to be so awesome. You guys, like, what for the station, I mean, just wait. You're going to love it. And don't forget to sign up to the new newsletter when you see a banner or anything that says The Outsider and it has a Fringe FM logo on it. Put your name and email in there so you can get all those free goodies that go along with that. I want to thank our station sponsors at GetTheT.com, Ronnie McMullen, host of Deep Waters Radio, and entrepreneur and big time jedi thank you so much ronnie if you guys go get anything from him during this covid crisis make sure you put in the fringe fm uh that we sent you there also metaphorical archaeology that is ran by the one and only barbara charlton one of our famous teammates here on the fringe fm as well as a loving kind mother of the fringe fm and she's uh helping a lot of people with those EFT techniques. You can give them a call as well. And there's a phone number that you can call that number. It's 214-995-3754. If you had a paranormal experience that you can't, ex- you really can't explain or it's caused you some type of trauma or post-traumatic stress, you can get that session for free if you call Barbara. Pretty cool, right? And we've also partnered with the best UFO investigators on the planet, ufoseekers.com. No alternate agendas other than just the truth and their stuff is being like pushed all over the internet especially their shots of area 51 these guys really don't get enough credit at ufo seekers youtube.com forward slash ufo seekers that's where it's at now nish is with us tonight and nish is the co-host of nox mente also uh i would say what what are you nish are you pagan you're a witch witchy woman neo-pagan what do we call you? Oh, Joe, don't throw names at me. Don't put you in a category, <laughs> all right? <laughs> I, I consider myself in the end a seeker. You know, I'm a journeyman. And uh-huh. so that's where I am. But if I am to, I, I love the word witch because it, it instills the outsider. It instills, for me, these are the things it brings. An outsider, one who works with the natural world and the unseen world, uh, one who is a deep dive, uh, takes deep dives into self and then into inner space, therefore accessing outer space. Uh, you know, these are these are ideas that come up when I think witch, which is why I use the word. And I like the idea of cosmic or galactic in there to bring in a bigger idea of what is, what is Joe? Yeah. That's a good question. What is? So what has been going down going down with you lately? I haven't talked to you in a while. 
know you're going to do this I new show, know. like the Cosmic Salon. <laughs> We've pumped everybody up for it. But it's one of those things where I know what's happening to you. You're being pulled in all different directions. That's what happens. I've experienced that before, too, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, first of all, I want to say hello to all the void walkers out there. I, of course, am one and I love them. I always love popping into your chats and seeing what's going on. Just such a great core group. So hello out there. And uh, anyone else that may be just lurking around. Uh, so, There's always lurkers. Yes. You know that, right? Well, we gotta love a lurker. <laughs> they come into the chat rooms and stuff, but they don't ever say hi. They just kind of lurk. But we love well, we love the lurkers listen. too, though. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. I get it. You know, a lot of times lurkers are introverts, and they they want to feel part of it, but they don't really want to talk. I, I'm not one to unless they're causing a problem. Lurkers are welcome in my world. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got their own kind of like. I don't know, thing, right? Like their own. Yes, their own ways. Yeah. Their own ways. It's interesting. What a what a time we're in, Joe. And, it, you know, it has been a minute. I called in, I think, last time when Keats and you were having that wonderful show. And I hung out for an hour, I think. Who was it? What show was that again? Uh, Keats Ross. Oh, yeah, on. Keats. Yeah, he was cool. I liked him. Yeah, Keats is awesome. And I was thrilled to call in and then, you know, I ended up being there an hour. So it was, it was extra wonderful for me because I get, you know, it was a Keats and Joe sandwich. Keats and Joe sandwich. <laughs> you and your dirty talk, Nish. I know. I was, I was the meat in the, in between those buns. Well, um, what the hell have you been doing lately though? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I have been, oh, they, there's so much going on. I am over, so as an empath, and I, I guess first and foremost, I find myself constantly being overwhelmed with these waves. And so it's waves of the collective, and then we see the Schumann resonance. It's been off the chart, Joe. It's just been so crazy. Waves and waves, like spikes. And then, you know, here we are going into another set of uh, eclipses, of three eclipses. There's so much going on and I'm, I'm trying to navigate like everyone else and, and stand back and weed through all the information to find what it means for me on top of trying to, to get all, all my, all my projects going, including the Cosmic Salon, which is just closer and closer. So the only thing I've been doing with that is what I call this. It's an umbrella of it, the psychic eye, which are my psychic interpretations. Uh, and they're just, you know, for example, the last one was I'm on the toilet. <laughs> and, I, and I get a download. You get I'm downloads unloading. on the toilet. That's insane. <laughs> and so it was like, you know, it was very human centipede, but without others. And uh, and so I immediately came over and recorded to, at that time, GarageBand, uh, and then and threw that together. And so the Psyche Guy is like its own thing. So the... The cosmic salon is where I want to, what I want to pull up with like a proper show. So I've been trying to just work through tech. You know, I'm tech challenged, Joe. Oh, my uh, God. Yes, why am I yes, so tech are. challenged? I don't know. 
and i'm trying to figure that out too like some of the most simple things should just <laughs> i'm afraid to say it i know it's right you know i can take it i have been watching video after video and here's part of the thing i'm on apple systems so it's just like that whole other you know it's a whole other ball of wax as well as you know <laughs> yeah, it's, it, is. it doesn't play friendly with everything like I and you, and I've invested in all these like simple things too. Like here, just click on this, and <laughs> you know. should be able to just go right through. And it, for some reason, this can't get there. I don't know. What. I know tonight. Oh, for everyone listening, Joe sends me this link to get in, and of course, we have feedback. It's so it's a classic me, and I, you know, as far as I can see on my end, I'm doing everything right. I lined up the mic. I lined up the the headphones and we still get feedback it's this damn <laughs> void of course moon that's what it is <laughs> yes well you know that's part of it are we still void of course right now I yeah until morning time today. i think oh yeah. no wonder yeah oh always never do your magical workings in a void of course you just I mean, ride that wave you can it's just like void though you know it's like nope yeah you know what I mean? It's like, yes. that's the thing about a void is it's not really, it's not really going to happen or not happen. It's just like, yeah, we're not doing nothing right now. You know, it's like, you got to plan on this stuff better. I, I just did a, a, a journal about that, but I don't want to give it away on the show, but maybe we could talk a little bit about it because, uh, there is a real reason why I discuss magic on this show. And it's not because, uh, I want to sound impressive. It's because I want to empower people. You know, we're like here lately with all these energies are going on, especially with the Saturn and Jupiter and Capricorn, all this crazy crap that's been happening to us. You know, like as a magician or someone that practices magic, you can, I mean, if you're far enough up in your game, you can dodge that, not really dodge it, but just become aware of it and kind of banish it and say, I'm not putting up with it right now. You know, you can do those things, but they're yeah, still it's, there. It's really basically, it's working with energy, period, point blank. So it's just redirecting. And so if this is the energy, you know, that is, is going on, like the lunar energy where it's in between stations, uh, then that actually serves a great purpose. And you can work with that actual void. And it very powerful workings can happen with that. It's like martial arts, just directing. There goes... A, what a motor what was it? are you outside <laughs> no but <laughs> see this is the problem i wanted to use my other mic the yeti just picks up everything it's okay my other it's my fine. other mic's wonderful it doesn't do that anyway we, it's fine so the void of course has has you know of course you can work with it but if you're trying to do something that needs to be on course with a lunar energy where it's stationed somewhere then that's a whole different so yeah like don't like plan a, a wedding or don't like <laughs> no yeah i mean don't <laughs> do any contractual stuff for sure you know and, right right but but you just gotta see that's the thing about uh a practice and magic is like once you get involved with these energies then you got to get you know back in the day we're actually pretty lucky because back in the day these people had to pull up like ephemeris and stuff to figure all this out you know like we don't have to do that we we got apps, we got software, we got things that tell us what's what, when, what, 
it's too easy to be a magician now. Actually, oh, it's Joe, too Joe, easy. I'm so old school. I still live for my Rosicrucian affinities because really? a first of all, it's super thick. You know, it's the whole century. It's beautifully made. It, it's sexy. Uh, I mean, it's you know, I don't know, two thousand pages or something. And um, I still use it, but I do use I do use the modern app to to get the exact times because unfortunately the uh the old school isn't exactly timed so but i still love just opening the book and moving through the pages and saying oh you know there's something tactile about it for me so i've not pulled up 100% to cyber witchdom yet i can't believe that you actually use that I, I mean, do. that's cool, but <laughs> I don't think I have the patience for that. You know, it's how I learned. And I mean, when I learned astrology, I had to, I got, you know, you get a circle and a, you, you got a paper and a compass and you draw out your, your wheel. And, um, you know, it was old school. I had to, I had to learn this the hard way and, you know, at that time there was software, of course, solar fire was out. I think I had solar fire maybe, or maybe I had Kepler. I've had both. And, uh, but it was still, it was still just, I had to learn how to do it old school. And I had been introduced to the ephemerides way before that when I was young. And that was always kind of my base. So and for me, like I said, there's something kind of magically sexy about consulting a tome that's not on the computer. I'm, I just still love that. I, I'm not one for ebooks. I like hardbound books if possible, but soft ones better than ebooks. It's just how I am. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I'm old school like that, Joe. You know, some people would say that you're kind of stuck up because of that. You know, but you believe that? Like when I tell people, I would- like, I like <laughs> books and ceremonial magic and like traditional things. They're like, yeah, well, that's snooty. You know, it's like, oh my what? God, really? That's, and I do mean the horn God, but that's snooty. <laughs> it's snooty. It's unnecessary. It's like, yeah, but it works for me and I love it. Like, I love there, the, it, the aesthetics and the nostalgia tactile. of all of it, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's tactile, it gets you involved in the process in a different way. And I personally, when I'm doing, when I'm constructing workings and all that, I really do not like to have the electricity going and stuff like that. I'm still, what? I will, I will have a room with the dark cat, with the candles and the incense uh. and the books and the tomes, right? This to me evokes that feeling that brings me into the love of doing magic. Yeah. Now I understand the modern magicians and witches out there are very much into the tech and I get it and I, I use it, but I, I would think I would get called more of a Luddite than stuck up, but you know what? I have been called that. (laughs) Not you. I don't Mm -hmm. see, I don't see how anybody could call you that though. Really? You're always, you're (laughs) nice to anybody. You're nice to everybody. So Uh, you would be surprised Joe. Seriously. So I did this, uh, I just recorded like the new astral journal thing and I was talking about karma and dharma and how like 
being a magician, you kind of get to see that you see cycles, you learn about energies and cycles and, you know, breaking cycles so that you can live your Dharma kind of thing. Right. And it is not easy, but God is it rewarding. Right. And see, this is something that I th- I don't think people see enough. Like the struggles of breaking karmic cycles is a bastard. It really is. It's a bastard. But it, when you do it, it's so freak. It's so freaking rewarding, really. Like if you can manage it, you know what I'm talking about. I do, and I think this is part of why we are seeds of consciousness here. I think that it is part of everything else. Is you know the whole idea of Maya, the illusion, and when we start pulling in all that external stimuli all that outer stuff i mean to look into the void to look into to scry into the black mirror the whatever the the polished surface the obsidian really is to look into yourself this is what's going on and it's at the nexus of that that term that just gets thrown around everywhere though the as above so below within without all that well that's what it means so when we're looking into the void we're looking into self and and by doing that we create a space that that is is a a room almost to to step into and from there this is where the workings happen. This is where the deep work happens. And this is where one confronts their complexes. If you want to call that dharma or karma, this is where we start to see where we are bound. How are we in cycles that seem repetitive and never ending? Where our pain is, where our, our pleasures are, where our vices are, where our peace is. And in this, if we overlay this onto the idea of dreaming and lucidity, this is where we can awaken within the greater dream. And this is part of why I always sing about, uh, I mean, sing by communicate uh, about the, the idea of dreaming, because that is going inward. What do we do? We close our eyes and we go into the void of self. It's kind of scary when you say it like that. <laughs> it is though, but yeah, that's ex- well. You know, it, it it is a scary thing though, Joe, and you know this. Yeah. It's not easy work. No, it's not. But look, I mean, it's definitely rewarding. And this is what I was trying to tell everybody a long time ago. When when people look at this daunting Rosicrucian system of magic, you know, and they start out neophyte and the elemental grades, and then it works up to the planetary stuff. They do that for a reason, you know, and so you can handle the process, not in, in a very subtle way, uh, but it's, it's something I've come to understand after them not explaining it to you, which is a whole other thing that pisses me off. You know, that when you jump into these things, you don't know why you're doing this stuff. They don't explain it to you. Right. And then when you finally figured all out, you'd be like, oh, well, why the hell didn't you just tell me that from the beginning? Why are you holding back all this information? And that's something I haven't come to terms with yet because it still kind of pisses me off, to be honest with you. I I hear you. And it it is, it's interesting how 
people get with the, the secrets they've unveiled for themselves. But in a way, there's that whole idea of, and I've used this probably before on the show. I've definitely used this analogy before, but it's like when you first discovered what, uh, when you first masturbate and you go to completion, like it, a lot of people don't understand what they're doing. They're just touching themselves. And then all of a sudden, whoa, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Oh, this is why I was instinctually touching myself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, all of the other stuff around, you know, people with guilt and, you know, all this for me, I didn't know what happened. So I was like, you know, I had to go report to my mother. Like, Are you what, serious? What like you had to report to I your did. mother? I had to report. I had no idea. I was really afraid. I, I mean, I was just like, what is this? And, um, you know, it felt really good and I loved it, but I didn't understand it and I had no language for it. And, but it's a great analogy for stumbling through these mysteries in life and how it's there to be discovered by exploration. And yes, there are, uh, there are certainly degrees, there are certainly avenues in which one can get to an understanding intellectually of them and going through initiations which prepare you for gnosis of some sort of you know then but when you have when you actually reach a point of climax within within it within knowledge the satori the light bulb turns on can't you know, really, all this. it's hard to put words to it for sure it is. But then when you get to that, you're like, oh, okay, I know what this is. And hopefully you want more, you know, hopefully it, it propels you further into, into the mysteries, into where you're going and because it feels good. And then we can find ourselves in the folly of it all as well. You know, like, I couldn't get enough like for to back to the masturbation example. I was oh like, boy. okay, I'm do this all day, every day. <laughs> like <laughs> how much can I have this? And, um, and then it just became this constant, you know, where's niche. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, but that is kind of like, if you look at it in a spiritual context, like in a worldly context, those things that you're doing uh, instinctively, like when you're going towards wherever you're being spiritually pulled and you're going that way, we, I think we get afraid because society has trained us a hundred percent to be afraid, man, of that. Think about, think about Absolutely. all of the obstacles that society has created for you to not experience that kind of growth and understanding of who you are. It, it, it is, it's like a pinball machine, right? It, it, it's, it's, it's hard to describe, you know, in a lot of ways, this is why I love the movie they live. And if we strip away its connotation of, uh, of conspiracies and all that, and we, we just get down to the bare messaging of it, where there's an underlying code, there's an un, there's an underlying message behind everything, the propaganda world in which we are are kind of steered through um, and and find ourselves banging up against and we're not aware of it. But when we become aware of it, when we become aware that we're 
constantly in this repetition that gets us nowhere, this is, again, one of those satori's. This is one of those moments, initiations. This is one of those initiations in life where it propels you to a new level of thinking and seeing the world around you. And that, I think, should be exciting for people rather than fearful or scary and um, and this is where a lot of dogmatic ideas do no good for people. You know, uh, we should. I think we should not live in fear, no matter what. I think that that's a killer, and I think that it's a control mechanism. And uh, to allow yourself the ability to view the world around you in a mysterious way. And it, it, even if it's a dry, mysterious way, it doesn't have to be, the world to me is sexy and things are sexy and I want to see them that way, but I'm a Venusian person. I've got a lot of Venus stuff going on. Uh, so even if I want to see it in a more Saturnian way, that's more in order, more black and white, more chart driven, that's fine. But the idea of constantly finding a new level and leveling up, and this is the idea of the initiatic system, is a very important factor. Otherwise, you're just banging your head on the wall continually and getting nowhere when the door is three feet to the left or to the right. Yeah. I look at you, you should like uh, write all this stuff you're saying, you should write. You know what I mean? Seriously, Nish, you because I write when I can talk. Yeah, well, I know that's the way. I th that's exactly <laughs> how I feel too. It's like why, like it, I don't do well with text. I, I, everybody's like, you should write a book. I'm like, why? Why? Like I don't. Aren't there enough books? I mean, I feel like I, you know, Joe. I say this. It's funny because I love books. I'm seriously. It's one of its books are porn to me, and but I feel like the world is saturated right now, and it's it's with books and really great, brilliant books. There's so many wonderful Agrippa, writers out there. Levi. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're bringing in the classics too, but even contemporary people, and uh, Mitch Horowitz. Uh, you like Mitch? Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Yes, of course. But it's, I always come to it going, what can I add to this? There's, you know, I can, I can, you know, I can reamalgamate all this greatness that's already out here. And I, I just feel like 
I don't know. I'd rather have great conversations like this. Yeah, no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. And that's what you're good at. Nish, we got to take a break, damn it. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Nish. Two eyes. You know what we're going to do when we come back? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about your name. Okay. You want to do that? <laughs> we'll yes. be right back. And you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app free in google play and the ios app store hey this is no way jose a northern california piscean stuck in the arizona desert i'm a void walker and i got the shoes to prove it so what do i do when my soul yearns to delve deep into the realm of the unknown i aim my satellite straight into the night sky and catch a smooth ride on the ktlk db radio waves i tune into lighting the void with joe root on the french fm joe Lighting the Void is the best show on the planet. This is Barney, your friend from Facebook. Thank you and all the crew for all you do. Namaste, my friend. This is Macon from the Foothills of North Carolina, and I am a board walker. G'day, board walkers. This is Lily from Down Under Australia. The world may be small, but enigma is greater. So let your curiosity take you for a journey with Joe Root. Hey, this is V, coming in from Central Maryland. And I am a void walker. This is Kevin Darkerty, a beginner void walker. I'm from Vancouver, BC. I know a little about a lot, and uh, as Leonard Skinner said, I guess the rest. I learned a lot from uh, Mr. Root and the show. And I uh, heard it from the beginning. I knew right then he was going to be a New York Bell. Thanks for all your uh, shows and keep it up. Hey, this is Derek from Mass, aka the Night Stalker, and I'm a void walker. This is Mark from Chicago, and I walk the void to ascertain what is consciousness. My name is Jared Johnson, and I'm from Humboldt County, California. I do not know all the answers to the questions about reality. I do not claim to know the ultimate truth about life. I seek that which has been made hidden as a part of a family of explorers of consciousness. I'm a void walker. Thanks, Jaru. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to The Fringe FM. Hey, is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. Have you ever seen an ad or banner which brought you a feeling that someone is reading your mind or even listening to your conversations? Your online data is being used against you. Surfshark is a VPN service that makes online privacy protection easy and attainable. You can use it on as many devices as you'd like simultaneously. Surfshark encrypts all internet traffic sent to and from your devices and ensures that your IP address remains hidden. The VPN service that we use at UFO Seekers plus one month free for $1.99 a month. 
visit surfshark.deals/seekers. We all have that story to tell in our lives. The winds were howling, the ground shook, you could hear rushing water, and then history repeats itself. When there's no power, refrigeration fails, doors with their shelves strip bare, ATMs can't operate, deliveries stop. Then what? These events can last days or weeks. You need a plan. In statements made during recent interviews, FEMA Administrator Brock Long has repeatedly urged all Americans to understand three truths. FEMA is broke. The system is broken. If this is the new normal, Americans can't rely on federal cavalry when disaster strikes. Don't get caught out in the elements empty-handed. Prepare with us by going to preparewiththefriends.com and get your two-week food supply, 92 servings, eight food varieties with 25-year shelf life, normally 137 now only $75. Or get a month's supply, normally $247, now only $147 shipped in one business day. Just go to preparewiththefriends.com or call 888-440-7931. That's 888-440-7931. Get this great offer and be prepared while it lasts. Hey, Fringe listeners, this is Dave Cruz, host of Beyond the Strange Radio, asking you to join us live Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on The Fringe FM. Visit beyondthestrange.com for links to chat, social media, and schedules of the show. And remember, always stay strange. Asta. Somewhere between abnormal and paranormal, there's a show called Into the Paranormal. I'm Jeremy Scott. Hear me live Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern on the Fringe FM. Lighting the Void. I'm your host, Joe Roop. We're live on the Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting. I do have to give a warm and lovely shout out to the people that support this show. Right now, Dave, Debbie, Diane, Kathleen, Lynn, Macon, Malorcus, Nick, Spiral C, Tarot, Teresa, Tom, Tom, Tom. There's two Toms. Jose. Who am I missing here? Corin, Connie, Brent. B. Who's B? Brandon, Amanda, Alyssa, all of the new patrons. Thank you so much. If you're already donating to the show, just move over to Patreon so you can get what you're paying for. Nish is our guest tonight from uh, Knox Mente, also, hopefully, the new host of the Cosmic Salon. If someone hasn't already scouted you out, how many other networks have come to you and said, Oh, you could just, you'd be so much better on our network? You know, you want to be on the fringe. <laughs> Come on now. I'm not I'm not being headhunted. I'm not serious. snarky. I know when <laughs> I know when the headhunters are out. Um I would never lie to you, Joe. You wouldn't? No, honestly, I've not so if they're headhunting me, they're doing it through Jerry, and Jerry never lets me know those things. I, I've only heard it once. And um because Knox Mente, everything goes through Jerry. So Well, we can put Knox <laughs> on the network, you know. If, Jerry would behave. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. If you would behave, you need to behave. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm unhinged. Speaking of that, your yes. name, Nish, with two eyes. Where does that come from? 
It's the middle part of my full name, and I I really like it. It's it's if you think about what's a niche, and uh, it's a it's a crevice where you put something sacred in my mind, at least. And so I've always liked it. I've been called that for a long time, long long time, and I prefer it. Plus, my name is so long, so it's just easier as well for people. No, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Um, <clears throat> you know, I used to think that I should have changed my radio name like Joe Roop. That's not a, that's not a radio name. I should have been like, you know, Joe Cruz or Joe. It's like we got people that have radio names. Roop is not a radio name. It's not. Oh, Joe, you've turned it into a radio name. I love the name Joe Roop. And you like it? it, it- it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. It uh, immediately you've you've made it. We make our names what they are and you've brought it. You you bring it. So I think you've turned it. You've turned it out. Turned it into something. I mean, if mm-hmm. George Knapp can do it, I think I could do it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> At least my last name we is can't not all have No names offense, like Georgie Art boy. Bell. You know, but Art Bell was a great name. Yeah, and I I got to be honest with you. Like, uh, there are good things happening for the fringe, and it's not because of. I mean, I would love to take all the credit, but it's really not. It's because of the supporters and a few, a couple of really cool people that was like, yeah, well, I'm gonna help. Like, I'm talking about people that are following their dharma. Like, that's what I was telling you about earlier. Like, people that are brave enough to step out and follow their dharma, even when it might not make sense to them but they feel like there's something there, you know, those are really hard things to do. It's really hard. But if you consider how short this really is, this, this experience really is. And if we stretch out beyond the idea that it's, I mean, it's that whole idea of every single day round and round and round we go. And we, I mean, it, it sounds crazy. I'm echoing. It's, you know, it's Joe, I'm echoing. Do you Why are you that? echoing? I don't know. It's got to be in your end. Are you, are you done echoing? <laughs> I think I am. All right. Well, stop echoing and <laughs> well, continue well, You know thoughts. what? Was that you messing with me? The round and Maybe. round. That was so good. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, right, but this is the point, isn't it, that that we break the chains, we break free, and try to push further into the idea of what's going on here and mm. now, and it, it gets repetitive every single day, kind of the same cycles, and I know we tell ourselves we have to do it, and the world around us tells us we have to do it, but I'm telling you, there are cracks in the wall. There are cracks in the wall where the air seeps out. Breathe the free air, my friends. Yeah, it doesn't seem that way, though. Like, I I think um a lot of things, like, there are things in my life right now, I, I think it's happening in everybody's life, where you see this, uh, this growth that needs to happen. And this, I keep saying dharma, but more like this... Uh, this next step that you know you need to take, right? But either there's a barrier there or there's a barrier there because you hadn't taken care of something that you should have taken care of, right? So there's this thing 
Like this is all about like balancing the elements. So I talk about this too. Like when you, you'll reach these states where you're like, Oh, where you can just reach out and kind of touch it almost. It's right there. But because you haven't really balanced out what you need to balance out, it's not there. You can't do it. So you have to balance that out first and then go. Um, but what I've experienced really is like, um, I want to, I want to say they're miracles almost. I wish I could explain this more. I know I'm being vague, but it's awfully personal, Nish. I wish you would explain further as well, because you've got me highly intrigued here. All right. So let's say, for instance, there's, uh, there's this like, um, experience that you've always wanted to have, you know, like have happen in your life. And it could be showbiz. It could be anything right? These are the types of things that dreams are made of when you're a kid that you don't really think like when you're a kid, you believe in them. And then slowly the world starts to take those dreams away from you. Right. They start to, uh, rob you of your dreams. And then when you get sick of the world right around the, you know, middle age, 40, somewhere around there, you start realizing like, why the hell did I, why did I stop chasing my dreams? And for what? And for who? because of these people that are just as full of shit as I am, you know, like what for? And then now I think it's back again. Like I can do this thing that I want to do, but in a different way, like back before I wanted to be in movies, like I wanted to be like a movie actor and I didn't care. It's what helped me like beat anxiety because I had, uh, anxiety. And then I learned about the subconscious thing. Well, where are these panic attacks and anxiety coming from? Well, this is actually, uh, from depression. And then I just dug and dug and dug. And I realized that I was allowing my environment to control me instead of the other way around. I was allowing my peers, my family, my friends, my social life, everyone to tell me who I am and what I'm supposed to do and actually leaned on them for it. And yet I would go home and just be hyperventilating, you know, like having a panic attack, like what the hell's going on? Right. But I realized I had to take that power back. And now I took that walk. I've done this. I'm in the shack and now I want to take even bigger steps into doing this stuff. Like I don't want to be just some, uh, I don't know. I want to, inf- there's more people out there. I think that need this kind of stuff. If that makes any sense. It's not about like fame or anything like that. It's more about getting the message out and inspiring people kind of thing, you know? And one of the, you know, the real grit here is the more you do stuff for yourself that, that you love, that you find meaning in, the people find you, the world opens up before you. This is kind of the parting of the seas because you're doing it for the right reasons internally. If one is doing it for the right reasons on whatever their trajectory is, uh, because this is a, it's a very personal thing. And to unwind the ideas that are, others that that we find ourselves entangled within and this goes back to our childhood and the early programming the indoctrination we get that's just part of the world when you think about it 
and I'm just using basic good examples of, of general well-meaning parents and not, not abusive situations, but well-meaning parents that just want to make sure their kids have a good footing in the world and say, say they're rooted deep in a, in a religion and in a doctrine like that. And, and, and that's all right. But this, this also becomes constraints you know that we must break out of if nothing else just to question why why and uh in in that kind of in that aspect of freedom in breaking away from what our parents thought was a good good means to protect us and move us forward in in a morally uh correct way as they were seeing to yeah to as steer they us saw from, it right well but. to steer us from harm so i'm not using extreme examples here but to steer us from harm and trying to you know that you know you want that your child to to not go through the suffering most parents don't want their children to suffer and they want them to do well and you know these are and people that before us joe that were highly indoctrinated in their worlds uh it's well-meaning so what i'm saying here is well-meaning people in our early life that really suited us in and when we can come back and say okay this doesn't work for me and their projection onto you, your parents, for example, or your church or, your you know, friends, your school, family, whatever, yeah, all whatever. that, this isn't working for me. And I recognize that everyone's meaning well, and that it was all out of love and care. That's part of how we get out of the Chinese finger trap, right? By lo loosening we loosen into it and then we're able to get out. The more we try to pull, the harder that gets around our fingers, the, hard, the more tied in we are. And so there's that, it's a trick there. And it's, it's just this tiny little mechanism that, that is hard to describe. So it's not as easy as one thinks. Like this is early programming and uh, we all deal with it. Every one of us, you know, I was gifted at least with not having to deal with, um, you know, heavy religions thrown at me. And so, but I had other things, right? There are expectations from other people in our lives. And those expectations, a lot of times become chains. Like become, report to mother? About everything? Bars. Well, just they become little prisons that we find ourselves in. And somehow we need to, we need to let ourselves out. And, and there's always some sort of, there's a way to do it without destroying everything. I understand some people that need to. And, and when we get into more extreme examples, but I think for the most part, a lot of people have don't have super super extreme examples coming onto the table in the western world uh so yeah you you may have gotten your arse slapped and um and you know what by god you should have <laughs> yeah well i mean it's like my grandpa used to, he was like a golden gloves boxer crazy some bitch I mean, he really like beat the hell out of everybody, he beat the hell out of his kids, 
And then my dad. Did he overdo it though, Joe? Oh yeah, he definitely overdid it. And then my my dad raised me, beat the hell out of me, but not not as bad as he was, right? Mm -hmm. And then I have my kid. I don't. I might have put my hands on him twice in my entire life, and I see a I see love throughout the whole thing. I know people don't, but I do. It doesn't. It's like. yeah, it damages. Yeah, there's all this ripple effect and stuff that happens. But the beauty is in the plan. The journey that got us to this point where we're actually breaking and evolve. We're breaking genetic things and evolving. Like the Roop name isn't going to be a family. It's up to me and my son what it's going to be from here on. It's not going to be a family of violence, and no, especially with people that we love and care about. Sorry, that's not going to happen anymore. But sometimes you have to experience and this is like everybody's like oh be balanced all the time don't be polar but you don't see the blessings of polarity you have to experience what you don't want in order to know what you do want and sometimes you have to experience it more than once so that you really get it so that you get it and you can learn to appreciate what you really do want and love right that's not that's part of our nature I think it it is part of our nature. And when we think generationally like this, how, you know, that, that kind of same narrative came down through my line as well. And my mother's father was, you know, he, he indulged too much in alcohol and apparently was an angry, you know, angry, one of those people was angry. Yeah. And, um, and, and he took it out and then, you know, it, it trickled down where, to the point where my mother at one point, I guess there's a story here where she gave me a hard ass spanking. I have no memory of it, but what I tell you here is the truth. I do know when she, when I would push her boundaries and she had a forehead where you could, if she was mad, there was a vein that would pop (laughs) and her voice would get very low. And, and sometimes she didn't even have to use the voice. It'd just be the eyes and the, and the, the vein in her forehead. And I knew I had gone over the line from, from this one time that she just beat my arse, (laughs) you know? And, and so it, it, it sent, it sent, it, it, it made a message. It sent the program because she, she came at me with love and it was just that way. She also was a very Pavlovian in the sense that she wouldn't take us out to eat if we didn't know how to behave and she wouldn't. And so that was really where that eye and the forehead situation, the vein in the forehead worked because if we, we got out of control eating she, we would get that. And then she would excuse us from the table and we would get the words in like the bathroom or something with the low voice. So it it was, it was this, it, you know, really is like Pavlov and the dogs. We were trained, but her intent was good. And it was in love. Like you don't act like this in public. You are not going to be sitting at a table yelling and screaming in public and trying to eat food with me. That was basically it. I won't take you again. And and that was the bottom line. Well, I wanted to go out. I wanted to have food with my mom. And so I learned how to do that, you know, uh, 
there are ways to do this and ways to break generational ties. Now, there's a whole other magical side to this that's not just behavioral. And when we talk about family curses and some of that, I think we can tie into it. And they can be not from not from such mysterious like a gypsy or a tinkerer you know curse the family down the line and all this it's they really a lot of times these family curses are stemmed in repetitive cycles that never got to evolve and that's where the family curse is people that never leave the same you know, you never get out of the nest and go anywhere. And it just this perpetual thing. And they, they have all this creative energy and they don't know where to put it. And then, you know, like modern day, we see a lot of the uh, abuse of opiates and meth and, all you know, all these ways because there's all that we as humans have all this energy. And if we don't know where to put it, what sometimes the easiest route is to just let go and succumb to the bad behavior that's around you and you're not aware that there are ways to channel this. And so, I mean, it's just, it's complex, Joe. And this is why each person needs to do this work on their own. None of this is easy. Life is not easy. It is work. It is initiatic work. There is a building up and a moving forward of energy. And when we find ourselves in, in places of inertia or, or in, in static moments that are not lucid, then this is, this is where they have that whole thing, the, the, the idle hands and the devil, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but, you know... I kind of, I really, uh, I really think there's a way to speed this healing process up, man. And it's not being number one. It's like not being ashamed of those things you were talking about earlier. Like we all have, we all are, have our ideas of, I guess what love is. And there's, you know, we can, uh, semantically evaluate you know like evaluate that and look at it and say well there's this side of love and that side of love and this side of love but love is like it's a it truly is a pinnacle and if you can give it to yourself you can give it to someone else and 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 if you're not here's a thing that i've learned too like if you're not getting it uh in your life or your your environment is not showing you that well then you give it the way that you want it. I swear to God, this works. In other words, it's like express yourself the way you want to express yourself. Love people the way you want to be loved. And I promise you, those things will come around. Now, you may go through some uh, some cycle, karmic stuff to get there. But it's I'm like this, I don't know, Nish. I'm a big fan of Rocky. I'm not one of those guys that... Uh, it's like, oh, God, that hurt. I got knocked down. Oh, God, that hurt. I got knocked down. Well, you can't, like, get to where you're going. You can't hold the belt until you get your ass back up and try again, you know? You know what I mean? Like, that's where, like, the opiates and the anxiety and the drugs and all this stuff come from because people don't want to get their ass back up and try again. they just rather not deal with any more pain in lots of different ways, and that's okay. But you can't, like, I don't know, wallow in your pain. 
And I think that's where like magic comes into play because people are like, okay, well, I'm hurting really bad, but they find this back door and then they use this magic stuff. And then the magic just kind of like shows them who they really are. They're like, oh, well, why didn't I just express who I really am all along? You see what I mean? Well, that that's the key right there is is working magic is actually focusing your will and 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 wherever you are with it, it's focusing your dot desire by actually doing some work. You have to do the work. And so when you start to say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Come up out of a funk, or decide to dis that you're you're changing something. You you actually have to take that energy and move it, and by moving the energy, you, something magical happens in and of itself. But then by directing it, amazing things happen. Again, this is doing the work, and it builds on itself. So the more you see an active change in yourself and then in the world that you're creating around you, much like lucid dreaming, uh, it, it, it propels you forward. Hopefully there's, there are all kinds of pitfalls. Just, I mean, this whole thing is dangerous and that's part of the excitement, the whole thing, this whole experience of, of consciousness, uh, just like in the book of the dead, it's just a, one trial after another and eventually or like a video game eventually it it, it, absolutely and that's why you know that narrative takes is has taken hold in these times because it's really true but when you level up what a feeling that is and then you already now you understand how to get through that level to get to this next level and now at this level there's a whole set of um, you know, things to find, eggs to find, and 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 fights to fight, and you know, secret hidden doors, and you know, if we start to apply the mystery to our experience and see that as a good thing, and by seeing it as a good thing, we again we go back to the reward of what it feels like to level up. Yeah, right. maybe it's, maybe it's the warrior in me too. Damn it, I got to take a break. But maybe it's the yes. warrior in me too that says, you know, like be proud of your scars, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. be proud of your scars. Don't, and I mean physically and metaphysically. And 
Yes. Your internal and your ex. Be proud of them because you are who you are because of those scars. Like scars you can define everything <laughs> about who you are, like what you're made of, what you want in your life because of your scars. And, you know, some some things are worth getting a scar over, really, even if they're well, big. Well, they show that they show there was a wound and there's no longer a wound. I find them very sexy. Yeah. Good Lord, Nish. We all know what's on Nish's <laughs> mind most of the time, right? Anyways. All right. Stay six. <laughs> We're going to go to a break. We'll be right back. face all over the place we're online 24 7 24 7 you're listening to the hottest internet station listen i want to tell you about gi joy from get it's the best alchemical concoction of goodies for your stomach and digestive system i can recommend and that's all based on my experience packed with colostrum acidophilus aloe peppermint and turmeric If you do your own research, then you know this is the bee's knees for the stomach and digestion. Now, due to Big Brother's ears and the eye in the sky, you know I can't go into the details about what it helped me with. All I can say is, I got relief. It's non-GMO, no fillers, no preservatives, manufactured right here in the U.S. of A., and delivered to you by the only people who stay on top of the game and are out in front. Go grab a bottle of G.I. Joy at GetTheTea.com and see what all the fuss is about. Again, that's GetTheTea.com. Hi, this is Aaron Hunter, host of Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast where we tell real paranormal experiences of people from around the world. And we also conduct interviews with authors, investigators, psychics, and mediums. Real people, real stories, real fear. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on The Fringe FM. See you then. My name is Jake. I'm from Billings, Montana, and I am a void walker. Hey, Joe Root. Thanks for lighting the void. This is Janine in the bluegrass of Kentucky, and I am a void walker. What's up, guys? This is Damien from San Marcos, Texas, and I'm a void walker. I listen to the show to keep myself aligned with the world. Hi, this is Laura, a.k.a. Laura Lavender. I'm from Las Vegas, and I listen to Lighting the Void because it helps me understand some of the strangest experiences I've had. So thanks for all that you do and for always being there for us, Joe. Ever seen an extraterrestrial? It can be hard to believe they exist unless you've seen one for yourself. What if I told you I've seen them my whole life, but have never had a witness who shared the encounter with me? Now, what if I told you I saw four of them, two with blue skin, and there are over 20 witnesses to this CE5 event? My new book, The Blue Beings, Visitation at the UFO Conference, documents actual accounts from real witnesses, many of which have gone on record to attest to this otherworldly reality. Be a part of the quantum paradigm shift that is taking place right now. 
Go to johnpolkmedia.com to get your copy of the Blue Beams Visitation at the UFO Conference on sale right now at johnpolkmedia.com. That's J-O-H-N-P-O-L-K media.com. To call Joe, pick up the phone, dial 1-800-588-0335, toll free from the United States or Canada. You're listening to Lighting the Void Radio. That's right, you are listening to Lighting the Void Radio, live on the Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting. Take full advantage that we don't screen our calls if you call in. I'm tired of having to explain to my guests why you guys don't call in. Have I completely spoiled you in the chat room? You void walkers, call on in. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> Have I spoiled you to death in this chat room? I'll call you out one by one. I don't care. State by state, county by county, I see you, except for you people that that hide your, whatever, your IP is what you're actually smart by doing that. Always do that. Um, all right, so here's the thing. Here's what I want to do. I want to get, I want to go into the uh, Voidwalker Patreon so I can, uh, so I can deliver this message. All right, so this is from Lynn. And Lynn says, uh, so I've not slipped out into the astral realm yet. I've been practicing, though, the the Sama, what is this, Vridi Pranayama? Okay, cool. That's part of my regular practice, and uh, and it's effective for all sorts. But I've had the vibratory feeling a few times in the past. I put it down to eating too much carbs and having some sort of hypoglycemic shock, but not knowing it was a precursor to astral travel, and I've ended up falling asleep or dreaming. In all honesty, I've kind of got caught up in the metaphysics of what even the, quote, astral is. Does it have to be linked with my physical reality, seeing my resting body, limited to a known physical space? When I meet people in dream time, feel and touch things as if they were real, does it feel the same as seeing people in the astral? I've had what I thought were dreams as a kid where I could fly about the neighborhood, some good, some bad ones, but maybe they were astral experiences, I don't know. But I'm probably too front-loaded with journeying right now and certain and a certain, quote, feel to things that I kind of automatically head there when practicing. I also can't help but being drawn to the idea that the astral is some kind of uh, sheldrake morphic field, which explains to me why you would experience people or things outside of your consciousness that you have to deal with or are drawn to. I've had this with group intentions or meditations. I thought this would be easier than it is. But this topic has created more questions and experiences than I expected, which is good as I've never focused on it before, but maybe just keeping it simple and getting back to peeling away from the body and seeing where I end up is what I needed for now. Apologies for the rambling and thoughts. I hope everyone's having great success. And that's from Lynn, one of our patrons. And I think you're right. You're onto something there. What do you think, Nish? I think it's important that you don't overanalyze this thing to prevent you from like not being able to do it we get caught up in our heads and we and and this is a problem with everything this goes you know i find all these ideas overlap everything's overlapping and uh 
I think we can get too obsessed. And this is one of those rules in magic too. We can want something so bad that we create an obsession and in in the mechanism of the obsession, we we basically retard in the sense of in in the old school sense of the word, not to trigger anyone. We retard the effect. So it 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 is it's like that Chinese finger trap I was talking about earlier. And one of the th- ways out is to just let go, to just let it be and quit overthinking, quit over analyzing. And I know that's difficult for some people because they're coming more from that left brain way of being. And, and this is where like the whole idea of hemisync, you know, uh, frequency, isotonic music and all that can actually help. Uh, but Lynn, and I'm presuming that's a female, Lynn's a male and a females you know i mean like anyone can have that name but i think if she allows herself to fall into the paralysis that it could take her somewhere to fall into the idea of being lucid and then let it go it, it, it could also take her somewhere and not expect to see a silver cord or your body. You know, everyone tells me that silver cord exists. Well, I want to oh, tell you right here and now, I personally don't experience it. So it's how, and I mean, some people are emphatic that it does it just, it, but it doesn't for me. And that's because they I, believe it. That's because we, they believe it. We create what we, think we create what we think and so this is where i think sometimes it's it's folly to get caught up in the language of other people and in the experiences of other people and allow ourselves to be and and find find the way on our own and this is this is one of those things joe that i'm constantly on about I think it's great that people are able to study and become PhDs and just have a pinpoint focus and then tell us all about all their titles and all this. And that's great. You know, that didn't work for me. And, And for a long time, that was a goal I had because the world tells you this. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply myself. I have applied myself to many things. I study many things at depth. But for some reason, for a very long time, the programming around me said, you don't qualify because you didn't jump through those hoops and get that piece of paper and don't have those letters behind Mm. your name. And then we disqualify ourselves. We dethrone ourselves when in reality, I think there are certain fields of study that I've done where I have deep dived and done a complete. Uh, comprehensive study with everything involved and I'll get into conversations with people that are alleged experts and find myself going oh my you know that okay yes this is valid that's you know for me this is valid that's valid for me but apparently this person didn't find this field over here that's connected in and you know I find start finding the loops 
are the you oh, know God. the uh, the Gemini energy is just making me want to puke right now. Seriously. How so? Well, it's too much analyzing, man. I can hear it. Like you, it's way too much. Like I think yeah. we need to like <clears throat> even if it isn't real. Let's say, like for example, what Lynn is asking about. It's almost like. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Even if it isn't real, like this whole idea of peeling yourself out of the body, maybe it is an illusion in your consciousness. But here's the point. It works. It gets you there. So we can spend our times like overanalyzing all the terms and the metaphysics of everything about getting out of body or simply just go back and do what Robert Monroe was teaching and William Buellman mm, and then mm-hmm. learn through what, you know, like our experiences of actually doing those things. But I'm, I have more of a Martian type energy, I guess. Like I want to just do it first. Like I'm kind of that person that's like, you know, shoot and then aim, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Because it's like, uh, what do you, what is it called? Uh, par- paralyzed by overanalyzing things where we just get paralyzed from it, you know? Oh, absolutely. We, we are our own undoing in the end. And, and this is the thing we give away our power and we, we give away our agency because the world says y- you're not qualified unless you've done this, you've gone this route to get to that end. And I'm here to tell you that's bollocks. And, and I'm, I don't want to put out the, the idea that, that those people that have gone those routes are not valid. They are just as valid, but the, the world around us says they are more valid. They're more qualified. And it's that's a that's an injustice to those of us that have gone other routes i tried i've been a college dropout three times i've tried i have tried and tried and tried to regurgitate the material and every time i push forward with my hypotheses i get i i stumble on people who are really stuck to absolutes and that to me is not where the core of learning and especially no. when one's applying yourself towards the idea of learning that the, the journey is about you, the journey is about you in the end. And I, I, I know, I know this from, from having been having dire situation myself and facing that void and then talking to a lot of people that we're passing and, and, and those stories are out there. 
So we need to honor ourselves and it's good to have a, a, a BS filter and it's good to be skeptical. We need to have those as well. Yeah, yeah. I am not saying be a, take it all in and believe it all, but have an open mind and allow yourself the freedom to sway a little bit away from those that say they are experts. And there ain't allow no such thing as an expert. Honestly, I've never found one in anything. Um, but hey, you know what? We got like a caller from New York, I believe. Oh, Who's on the excellent. phone? Hello, New York. Hi, Joe. Hi, Nish. It's uh, Daryl. How are you? Oh, Daryl. How are you doing? I'm good. I have a two- I'll be listening. Go ahead. I Darryl. have a two part question. I have a two part question for you guys. Um, as far as like lucid dreaming and astral travel, some people think that you're. When you're lucid dreaming or astral traveling, sometimes you can connect with the dead, for example, like when you're dreaming about somebody that died and maybe they are communicating with you, perhaps. And then on that level, can you communicate, do you think, with the living? And if you do, well, okay, first of all, do you think you can communicate with the living in an astral dream at the same time? Can you meet somebody astrally at the same time and validated perhaps maybe uh yes and yes i'm gonna say yes and yes what do you think nish oh absolutely and and this is one of those things that i i just love talking about you you can and 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 again that whole idea and the theme tonight is the chinese finger trap right if you let go of your expectation of what it could be so say you come from a heavy Jungian background and um, where the, the outer books and not his inner books, not the what came out to be the red book and what's in all those black books that we don't have access to, uh, where everything is an aspect of yourself, we let go of that. And then we start to accept that there are other things pushing their narrative, then we open ourselves up for some of these more incredible experiences with beings or consciousness, if you will, for me, it's, it's other, other sentient consciousness that's, that's around and we can experience them. And through that, we can get a shared agreement and agreements, a big deal in think about agreement in the outer world. We're agreeing that you're in New York. I'm here in Washington. Joe's down in the South. So we've created a grounded reality. There's gravity to this. And collectively that we're on earth. Well, this can happen in the dream space as well. So once we, we openly engage in the idea that it's happening, then the magic comes forward and you can realize that I am encountering you talking to me from New York, but we're dreaming. And, and then, then it can move further. And this goes for the living and the dead. Right. Okay. So with that said, Robert Monroe talks about that too, though. Okay. Like he met his father, his father has already passed away he met his father in the astral realms and he had a conversation with his father uh, and they worked some stuff out. But he also experimented with meeting 
uh, certain people in the astral realm and then they, they do it today so yeah both of you, you can definitely do both but it takes a lot of dedication and practice it takes a lot of doing we can too. we can the problem is it it we we get in our own way so we say no this isn't real this is a part of myself this is a part of my own psyche and and you can negate it or you can have a too much a, a heavy emotional response and the whole interaction goes away like when i was first encountering my mother after she passed i couldn't encounter her because i was too emotional what was your what was the second part with this ground laid this uh, well, the, the second part okay the second part is like i've had lucid dreaming where i've been in my the house that i grew up with in and i was there to the point where i was knocking on the neighbor's wall saying hey you know i'm here like and i knew I, I knew it was a lucid dream and i woke myself up you know so i don't know that that being said i was just wondering i had the very erotic dream and let's just say i was wondering if anybody in this conversation or online might have met me on that dream a few days ago i was just wondering if anybody had the same dream maybe that i was involved in Oh, boy. Um, just curious and just throwing that out there because it was very lucid and um, it was lucid to the point where I knew it was lucid and then I decided that I really liked the dream and I went for it, you know, and it just got better and I just went for the dream. I didn't want to wake up, you know, and I'm like, well, wow, bless your heart. Happening. Those are my favorite. Well, we'll let Nish cover <laughs> this topic. Go for it, Nish. I absolutely love those. I cannot have enough of them. And, uh, uh, so I don't I don't know you, but if you're in the chats and you have relationships with people, it is very very uh, possible that you could get a hit. And so, uh, you know, I I don't know. It's a matter of those you're around. So the question really isn't for me. It's for your group of people that you encounter and well, talk with. I'm just. Just anybody that's alive right now that listens to this show, for example. Yes, yes. <laughs> Specifically. Uh -huh. so, you got, somebody, up, you got somebody specific in mind. You ain't want to say it, don't you? Just say it. Perhaps. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. But if it, you're out there, just um, send me a private message. It's the Night Stalker, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me. It's the Night Stalker. I know I'm not it. telling you. I'm not going to say who. No. not going to say who. Let her, let her be, Joe. But uh, you know well, come what? On. I mean, they like are, you can't they, like that's a that's a cliffhanger of no, all cliffhangers. Joe, you're terrible. However, aren't they wonderful? Is it not just like was, a really super wonderful. magical? Yeah. There, I just hope I wasn't alone on the thing. You know. Uh, I, I think if you're feeling it, you're feeling it. And that's the thing. You know, this is another one of those psychological aspects, too. When we look at relationships in the outer world, oftentimes when two people are aligned and there's an alignment happening, when you're vibrating at the same frequency, if you're feeling something, they're feeling something, yeah, and even yeah. if it's unspoken. And, and we all know this. So it, that same principle of energetic uh the way energy and frequencies work applies except for we can amplify it when we're free of what we consider our daily selves yeah let so, me just validate you know, just that for you up. too okay <clears throat> like i've had that type of connection before uh once in my life actually and uh 
you don't really believe it until you hear the other person talk about it. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, really? You know? And then it's like, okay, well, yeah. So that kind of stuff like does exist. Anyways, Daryl, yeah, like, thanks for your call. Interesting stuff, actually. Very, thank you for calling. Um, yes, thank you. That was wonderful. And isn't that and crazy, all, though, know, that you can? All hail, all hail the sexual experiences in the dream. <laughs> but, but seriously, like, if you line up to somebody that way, this is, again, one of those things where I feel like this is, the, this is something, like, in your, in your life that's kind of trying to validate something for you. We doubt a lot of stuff, man. We doubt things. I feel like we doubt things we shouldn't doubt sometimes. But I understand those doubts because of our pre-programmings and everything that we've been through. But usually, like, if <clears throat> you're connecting with somebody on a astral level like that, like that, and nine times out of ten, I'm going to say they're going to validate the same thing back to you. It's really strange, actually. Yeah, this is this is one of those, you know, I mean, quote unquote, soul things. And uh, these are. Uh, those are the gems in in this experience that we're calling life and living, which is really the opposite side of the coin, right, of 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 death and dying. It's the same process. And. Uh, I. I am just thrilled every time I encounter someone that I know on a deeper level. And I want, you know, you want to explore these encounters. Sometimes they're, you're coming together to release old habits or complexes, and it's very painful. Sometimes you, you, you can't do anything about the situation and you have it has to be bittersweet but the you taking taking in the bittersweet is also really just a remarkable experience sometimes we do not need to push further uh something that is just needed to come come in close contact with us and then move on you know what though so, i found those kind of energies to be pretty vampiric be honest with you well well there that's that exists too there's you know and this is where it behooves us to understand ourselves and what what gives us what feeds us and what takes away from us yeah like where, when i was a kid i used to have these uh like women come into my room and do things to me and my sleep when i was a kid and, and it's like I, throughout my whole life i've had this uh this kind of thing where these effing vampires just come around, to be honest with you. And you, and it, the experiences have left you feeling dead. What? what alone? Like, yeah, like really in a dark place, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, th I mean, that's a sign it, you're feeling the emotion, the emotional content is really very important. Like what, 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 I mean, I'm talking about since I was a little kid, you know, and uh yeah i'm like what the hell did i do in my past life to deserve something like that but it's not, it's not really about that i don't think it's more about 
I'm telling you, it's the polarity thing, man. Like when the healing energy does come around, you can identify it 100%. And I know that sounds completely morbid and macabre, right? But if you experience the total like darkness, I'm talking about like. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dark night of the soul. Rock bottom type stuff. Well, that other energy... The opposite of that is very, very balancing. And it's also very, it's easy to identify because you've, especially if you've been in a sea of it, you know, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's tricky. It's tricky water. What, what makes you think some, with some of the bad experiences that you were just talking about that they may have been, uh, residue from a past life and That's not just, just old stories people say i don't really know if i believe that or not mm-hmm. i think maybe i'm just a lover right like i'm here and mm-hmm. i just want to love the right person like i'm i'm not one of those people that just like to pull energy off a whole bunch of people that's just not who i am and uh <clears throat> i think certain entities get that vibe they're like oh look at all this good loving loose that they can just get whatever they want from you know let's see 971 area code you're on the air with nish who are we speaking with i don't know why i didn't unmute you i'm sorry now you're unmuted who are we speaking with this is keats ross How keats, you guys what's up brother <laughs> hello keats <laughs> <laughs> i thought they'd return the favor and chime in and just say how much I love Niche and you yeah, guys. Everybody loves Niche. How you guys? <laughs> I was saying this earlier. I it was so fun to call in when together. you were on. Yeah. That, I know. I know. It was I'm great. I'm a little how late to doing? the game because I just saw the tweet. Oh, I'm oh, great. Yeah. It's so good to hear you guys. I know you, I I kinda cut in right when you guys were getting to the juicy stuff. Yeah, well look check this so out. This is, people keep saying this to me too. Like a Joe <laughs> You may have an alien implant. Like what? An alien implant. I had a guest tell me that too. Like once you get an alien implant. Nah, you know, like, look, I think everybody has a certain type of, uh, this is just my belief, but everybody has a certain type of energy and like an astral energy that they put off. And there are things, whether you like it or not, that come around and feed off of that crap. They just feed off of it. They don't want really nothing to do with you they just want to like touch you get get your vibe or whatever and be like thanks and then move on their way now the reason why i know it's dark is because how you feel afterwards 
you either feel drained or emotionally screwed up or something. It's like, it's not good stuff, man. And, well, uh, I, no, yeah, it's like vampires. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But if we look at nature, the, there's all this is part of the natural world around us. There are predators all around us all the time. And, and this is what we can see and identify in the world around us. So imagine what's there when we move past the, the visible and, and, and really look at this from a different level, especially when we're talking within dreams and the ether. Uh, there's, there's, there's definitely, this is why old folk, there's lots of old folklore around sleeping. And even to the point where Christians remember the, the prayer, a lot of, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray, I, you know, that, that prayer that a lot of kids had to say, uh, there's a lot of folklore. There's a lot of magic around when you are sending your kids into sleep. And this is why, because there there are predatory energies, and they're not necessarily tied to the past. They're not necessarily tied to uh, families, as we the were talking on, about earlier. Man. Clean they, on. They could they could just be moving through the environment and sense your shining, for lack of a better word. And I've been using that word a very long time. So I'm wondering what Keats thinks about all this. Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. Well, you know what's funny is I think there's like, I've been thinking about this deeply about some correlation between uh, mental health and the kind of, you know, uh, siphons that happen in between people, especially from people that maybe suffer from Asperger's, you know, like I do, or bipolar disorder, and understanding like how we read the transmissions between people. And I don't know if that's necessarily correlating to, you know, it being a good thing or a bad thing, or is it just well? Let, let me ask susceptible? you this. Let me ask you this because we we're going to analyze these feelings to death again when we could just need to feel them. You, uh, <laughs> you found uh, the love of your life. The last time I talked to you on the show, you found the love of your life. Is that still the case? Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, now, did you have to? Did you have to write an essay about it or pick it apart or did, was it something that eventually you just knew? No, it's, I mean, it's a constant narrative. Yeah, you so know, it's but you're growing from it, right? It's not story. vampiric. Oh, absolutely. And it's not, you know, rainbows and unicorns all the time. No. I hate to give off that kind of idea that... Don't crush my know, dreams, work, Keith. But it's also... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it is like <laughs> it it is something about finding finding that frequency with somebody that's ready to ride those, you know, sine waves of personality. Exactly. And of understanding. And that, sleep has a lot to do with it. That's all I'm talking about. Like you gotta if you've like we I mean, I really feel like we're in this place where and not all of us, but some of us <clears throat> are just don't trust our emotions. We don't trust that water energy anymore. Yeah. We don't trust the astral light. Like we just don't trust it. So we've got to pick it apart and evaluate it and everything. And we should just trust it. And if you trust it, you realize yeah, it's, that it's just a mirror of something that was already inside of you to begin with. Speaking, speaking of the, you know, fluidity of that, 
and like water, it's like sometimes we have to be the dousing rod. We have to find that emotion. You know, we have to mine it. And uh, sometimes it's not readily, you know, available to the other person you're experiencing with it. So I think dreams are a great way of kind of describing that. Yeah. So what's this? Spending every morning kind of talking about it. I'm curious, though, about this bittersweet thing you were talking about earlier. What is that? What do you mean? Well, in context to what? I mean... What you were talking about. This bittersweet with, energy so that within, you hook yeah, up some to. Encounters, and, right. With some encounters, say, say you are in a wonderful relationship with someone and, and like Keats was saying earlier, and this is, this is something I know some people can understand and some people really understand and some people do not get all relationships are work. They take work like everything else. And so it's a constant, but the bittersweet I was talking about is when we encounter, so we're in, in a beautiful relationship that is working and everything's in alignment. And then say you encounter someone in the world that really, you know, is like a, is like a, a soul bomb. You know, you oh, know each other, saying. you feel each other. There's a, d- a depth there. And, and, I think and ascribe this to the idea of, yes, this is an old experience. This is a beautiful experience, but everything was already expressed through it. And so it's like, uh, you know, ships that pass in the night for a tacky 70s experience, um, you know, where you ignore, you, you, you are 60s. not, it doesn't behoove you to leave the situation you're in. And you have to just accept it for the beauty that it is and the synchronistic train in which you found yourself re-encountering a person of substance that you know deeply on a soul level and let it go. Let it let it come and let it Absolutely. go. That's the bittersweet, right? Yeah, I don't think I've ever yeah, I think I've know, experienced that once like in my life. There's this constant mining, though, you know, when you get to this tundra of emotion at the beginning, you're like constantly trying to mine that and figure out which ways are nullifying or, you know, simpering, you know, throughout the entire thing. So it is bittersweet in the sense that there there is a magic to be caught continuously, but it is work. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you yeah. something like, I don't know what, I really don't, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like bittersweet like that, honestly. I mean, I think I might have once in my life, but it's, there's things you line up with and things you don't, right? And then like, if you're in a right. situation where you're with somebody and you line up with this other person, then what the hell are you doing? Like, that's the way I look at it. I'm sorry that maybe I'm an old romantic or something, but what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you holding on to this if you line up with that? Right? And so here's the You're thing. You're not wrong, but you know, things change. We're malleable. We're, we're like, consistently fluttering around, you know, mm-hmm. this chaos. 
Maybe. and learning to exist with each other. And I think that's what niche means about the bittersweet. It is very, it's tough. It's work. But the important part is to have that, you know, uh, touchstone. Yeah, like there's, I guess, I guess it's all about you're picking working. your battles. That's the way I look at it. It's like it's really all about like picking yeah. your battles, really. Like all these people that are in this chat room, did, are they here for bittersweet reasons or they keep coming back every night because they want to get answers, right? So this show lines up with them. Well, honestly, you, you know, know, just like people that to, listen to your show. I think bittersweet is the most, I think bittersweet is the perfect word to summarize magic, love, all of that. Oh, it's yeah. tough. It's hard. I really, I really love that word. I love contradiction. I think like true creativity and love is contradiction at points. So yeah. I totally get the bittersweet angle. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get it. Like I, Joe, so say on, on this example, you're in something that obviously was, and I use the example that was meaningful and working and and then one of these encounters happens where you have a, the soul bomb experience and hopefully you'd have soul that bomb with the, what is that the soul bomb where it's just that deep or that deep knowing i know this person this is a deep there's a deep meaning here we have a connection and hopefully that's what happened within in the example we're using within the example that you find yourself in and um you know if it's not working it's not working and you should find out those are other reasons so i'm talking about relationships that are working that hopefully you had that and you have this depth that is just there well okay so uh, you're i get what you're saying now so you're in a relationship so now we're getting a little bit more definitive here so yes. you're, you're getting you're in a relationship that has a depth that has a connection yes, already course. that's working already yes right? okay. that that you love and that you're very much into that you're committed to because you want to be committed to it not because you're chained to it right and then you encounter that's like undeniable Yes, it, it, it's it's beautiful, and you want it. It's it's a choice, well, that makes but there's more also sense. that soul depth. And then you, you know, by chance or whatever, the the bittersweet encounter where you encounter someone that's a, a, also a deep connection like that, and it's not. Uh, you can certainly throw caution to the wind, and and create this upheaval. But I think there's a power in there. There's a I don't know if it's a power, but there's something in ex acknowledging it, and uh, even if it just becomes uh, there's a power in acknowledging the depth there without having to re without having to destroy your world to explore that it's because it's possible. Right? Yes. It's possible. You worked out everything you need to do. And it's just uh here we are encountering ourselves and this is a beautiful way to do it in, in the, in the currency of time as effervescent bubbles pushing up through the water. We, we see each other and uh, maybe we will find each other again, 
but where you are is a good place. And so there's a bittersweet in allowing it to be just that. But why don't you, why don't you see? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why do you have... Okay, so here's this... Uh, th- this is a polar idea to me, right? So why don't you see... Like that this connection you have is worth keeping. But if this soul passes you by and you have a connection, like why don't you try to see what that's, I'm not saying, you know, be intimate with it, but what if that soul needs you as a friend? What if it needs you? Absolutely. You know, I think those kind of things, you, yeah, should, you know, yeah. don't like just push it away because you feel an intimate connection or whatever. Like, but no, what, you know things, what I mean? Things re, 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 terraform themselves in your world, you know? There are times when you need that love and you need to give that love and other times it's a different kind of love and I think it's really just like writing you know, that terraform of how your own like adventure is is growing and you're right it's bittersweet, right? When that happens Yes, yes and absolutely, you know, allowing it to be what it is, but without destroying the world you're on. And so you can be friends, as I'm saying, but without destroying what you have created and where you are. Because in the scenario we're talking about, you have you have a depth of connection with someone that you have fully engaged in. So... I see a lot of people that want to just throw away everything for everything, for, throw away everything like, and, and this is the, this is what's so difficult is there's a lot of projection that goes on. And so, yeah, I mean, are we talking about houses, cars, family members? What are oh, we talking just about? Just relationships and sure, lives all of the above. Yeah. I mean, Steve, what's that in the lyric in that song? Lightning strikes maybe once, maybe twice, Fleetwood Mac. And um, so, but projection happens every day. We are constantly projecting our internal needs and wants into the outer world, into people in the outer world. And it's tricky business. These bittersweet soul bomb experiences are really quite rare, I believe. And there's a reason why they're rare, because I think, what do you say, Keats? Oh, I was just going to mention, sorry to cut you off, but yes, it is like both a macro and micro cosm of like just the magical experience, like even just 
housing with somebody and going through the trials and tribulations and learning how to, you know, I keep using the term mind, but it is like, I always, I always joke about adventurers always go left, right? Adventurers always go crooked from what's right. And if you can figure that maneuver out with people in your life, with the mundane, then that's the entire adventure. Obviously, that's super rare. Uh And also, just to add to that, I, I would hope that everyone in their lives, that their inner circle of people, that we're all slightly in love with our friends, not in a sexual way. I'm talking in a real pure, in a pure way. Just admit you're in love with me, Nish. Just admit it. Of course I am, Joe, and with Keats and with all my good friends, but not in not in a sexual way, I'm, and not in I'm a only way. I'm playing, sweetie. You know, I hope you. I know, know but I want to. I I like to iron this idea out because it's all right. We pull people in, and and what point would there be? I hate that idea of keep your friends close and your enemies closer. I don't pull up to that. I don't at all. If you're an enemy, I don't want you anywhere near me. I don't care what you are, you're a friend or foe in my life. And if you're a friend, I'm slightly in love with you and not in a sexual way. I'm in love with the way you're living your life. I'm in love with the way you're you're weaving a spell of beauty into your life with the way you walk with the way you worship with the things you do yeah. with what you bring to my life and that is how i think we should encounter each each other in the world this is it may be sounding a little hippy dippy to people but that certainly works in my world well you know it it well, does sound a little hippy dippy but that's, of learning that's okay that's how to mesmerism that's that's perfectly okay to be who you are Nish you know what I mean it's perfectly fine to be that way if that's what makes you happy (laughs) you don't have to explain yourself you know what I mean it's just like here's the thing that gets me is that what I guess gets gets me to the core is having to explain yourself instead of just being true to it and being okay with it Oh, I am. I'm using, we're having a conversation here and I'm trying to suss out these ideas for people. Because if you say on one hand, so you say you're in love with your friends, someone could take this completely wrong. And, and, and that's why it needs to be sussed out. And that's why I use that example of what a sad world it is when you keep your enemies closer than your friends. If this is your world, what does this say about you? And what what kind of life are you actually having? We should love our life as much as possible. This is a hard journey and it's it's all work. We are here to do the work. We are here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. So let's kick ass and hope that the team around us are people we can count on. And that's really what I'm saying. Well, I'm I, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm here to kick ass too. Don't you think we're kicking ass right now? Oh yeah, <laughs> I know we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aren't we kids. <laughs> like, here's the thing: like, you don't have to agree with everybody to kick ass, right? You don't have to be like, um, agree with everything. I think a lot comes from debates, and a lot comes from this. You know, 
And so, especially like if you feel a certain way and somebody feels different, then you should be able to hash that out without like scaring everything off, you know, because I think there's where you find some real answers, right? There's, well, this is what's so sad about these times we find ourselves in. People that really love each other are are completely at odds over ideologies in the world right now. Exactly. And it's so sad because it's all a construct. And, and, and it is on one end, it's showing people where it, it it's revealing. It's the great revealing for sure. And so you get to see how people are under pressure and it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Magically, you know, alchemically, we get to see what people are made of right now, but at the, also people that really love each other, friendships that have been solid friendships for a lifetime are cracking apart and it's breaking my heart to watch. Who's doing that? Really? I hate to hear that. Yes. Over ideologies, Joe, you know, people I love that I absolutely detest where they may be in say a political stance, but I just adore them. And I realize that that's part of, part of where, you know, where they are right now. And it may not line up with where I am, but I'm going to allow people I love that space. And this is part of the idea of, of relationships with other people in the world, not just those that you're in a sexual relationship with, our friends, our friends. And I'm not talking about colleagues. I'm talking about people we love, lifelong yeah. friends, deep relationships. These, The construct around us should be meaningless in the end, in my opinion. This is just where I stand with it. So I allow a lot of leeway in in the relationships around me because I want people to express themselves and be themselves, be where they are. And I want to accept them where they are. Well, if everybody accepts you, everybody that's listening to this show does, they better. They're going to have me to deal with. You know? Well, I love the void walkers. You know that. And yeah. you know, I love you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's just like, um, you know, this, place that I come from like that that's really happened to me since I was a kid is real you know it's not like a it's not a joke you know it's not something where it it has done a lot of trauma to me in my life and I healed it in a place where there was no support like I didn't have anybody there petting me saying everything's going to be okay and any kind of nurturing going on there like I had to go through a lot of hell to realize uh to realize what's important, you know, to realize that everybody is who they are and there is no such thing as like, I guess you could say like you're talking about constructs. Now people do line up, you know, their beliefs line up, their, their, uh, their views line up, their, uh, lots of things line up and then that's, that's where you go or that's where you head towards things that fit, things that work right, you know. But well, hell, when you say hell, I think, what do we think when we say hell? We think hellfire. We think fire. Yeah, it really was for the best, honestly. Well, well, think about that, though. What happens in the fire? We become tempered. And then there's also the idea of the phoenix rising from the fire. And so there's a lot of juicy content to to derive meaning from in that and what's happening in life we're becoming tempered we're becoming more than we started out hopefully 
you know, then there's the Norse version and where it's ice, but the, again, it's a transmutation of energies. There's a, uh, water becomes solid and there's this whole idea of a constant change. We're constantly mute, mutating. We're constantly being transformed, transmutated into more than we started out. And and on and on and on. It's a fractal. Yeah. <clears throat> well, again, I still have a lot to learn from you, Nish. You know that. So I got your tarot and deck. I, and I, you, Joe. Uh, I you got know. Every, everything that I got. I got all the books you told me to get and recommended. And I, I've learned quite a bit from you, as I think a lot of people have that listen to you. So, you know, it's... uh. It's just one of those things where I've got to learn to like, uh, just be more soft. I'm not a very soft person, I guess, you know, and I don't like when I believe something, I really Joe, believe you it. are a total softy. What, who are you fooling? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm apparently right now I'm just being an absolute, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like you and I have these discussions all the time and I don't know what's wrong with them, but I can tell you right now that this friendship is not going anywhere if you're worried about that no we're we're solid and i'm very i'm grateful for you in my life and for whatever forces brought us together i love these conversations they enrich me thank you well what do you recommend before we let you go because we do got to get out of here for everybody to grab a book a tarot deck right now what what are you into because everybody's really curious about that with you nish I, I'm just saying find some, I know everyone, a lot of people might find silence right now, but I think it's a matter of trying to step back and find even more silence. If you're drinking too much, stop it, pull it back, just pull it back a little. And, and it's all right to be in fear and start questioning why are you in fear and how is the world around you closing in so that you can see a way out so that it can open up for you. Oh, Nish, thank you for coming on the show. I can't wait to do this again. Seriously. Yes, I look forward to it. Thank you, all you Voidwalkers out there. Keats for calling in and uh, Lynn that called in and you, Joe, thank you so much. It's a great honor. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Guys, the, uh, the Secret Teachings with Ryan Gables coming up. Thank you to all of you patreons out there go check out the new episode of the astral journal love you all i hope you got something from this show tonight we'll see you guys tomorrow night good night wow that was an intense one right that was cool another fantastic encounter with you joe i love our conversation content of this program does not necessarily reflect the views of the fringe fm its sponsors or affiliates listener discretion is advised judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus